things you should know right off the bat. I've had four cups of coffee. I'm a little nervous. Did I mention my name's Chadi? Yeah. Oh, um, this is a podcast for imperfect people, and uh, you should know that uh, I cry in corners. True story. What's up, family? Welcome to I Cry in Corners. We're in episode four of season six, and we are navigating how to thrive in difficult seasons. I like to call this season uh, Thriving in Babylon uh, because we are talking about Daniel, and that's what he did. He thrived in Babylon. He thrived in a counterculture uh, kidnapping situation (laughs) where he was uh, literally taken from all he knew and uh, was meant, uh, he was put in a king's court and had to literally serve another king, and yet he still continued to serve God and to do it in a way that impacted uh, not only his nation that he was living in, but his culture and everything around him. And see, I am a firm believer that no matter what you walk through, no matter what difficult season uh, you encounter, that you have the ability, because of uh, the Holy Spirit who lives within you as a follower of Jesus Christ, to impact your culture and to impact eternity. And so that's what we're navigating today. So if uh, you're new to this uh, season, we are talking about... Um, uh, how to be determined, how to be faithful, how to have an even if attitude in the first three episodes. And today we're going to talk about remembering. Um, yep. In order to thrive in difficult seasons, you have to be able to remember. Uh, I practically look at this like this for you guys that need practical breakdowns before I start reading the story that we're going to read today. Um, for me, when I'm in difficult seasons, I always remember three things. And so I just felt compelled to share this. It's not in my notes. It's not what I'm talking about today, but I feel like it's for someone, someone who just needs a quick, a quick breakdown. I think that it's important to always look back, to uh, look inward and to, uh, what was the other one? This is why I should have notes. (laughs) Look back, look inward. Oh, and look up. Okay, Psalms 21, I look up to the hills from where my help comes from. I think that it's important to always look back. I'm a big context person. I don't I don't move forward until I move back. I look back because looking back um, is my constant reminder of how far I've come. And so I think it's important. I feel like somebody needs to know that. Somebody is really struggling in a difficult season, in a difficult circumstance, or you know somebody and uh, they're wondering why they can't move forward. Um, I think also another thing is sometimes we get stuck looking back instead of looking at it to see how far we've come. We look at it and I'm reminded of maybe how far we haven't come. And so um, I think that you got to look back with maturity. The other thing is uh, uh, to look inward, to be able to look at yourself, look at your heart, look at the things that you're navigating. This one we're going to kind of expound upon a little bit here in Daniel 4. Um, Look inward. I think if you want to navigate and thrive, I think you have to be able to know yourself. It takes a lot of maturity to be able to look inward and say, I need to grow in this area and then finally look up, which is, you know, look up at God and see what God is doing and what is God saying about you and what is God saying about your circumstance. And so we're kind of going to talk about those three things a little bit. I, I, I mean, I think, I think I am a little bit, but it's not really my points, but I felt compelled to share that. Um, for me, I think that those are the things that I always do. I look back always, always, always. I look back in seasons where I'm struggling and seasons where I need uh, context. I look back. I try not, I don't get stuck in the looking back, but I always do look back. And then I look inward and I check my heart and I say, God, is there something that I'm missing in myself, in my thriving? And, um, And then I look up, God, what did you say? What are you saying? What have you said? 
and I move forward that way. And so um, I don't know who that's for today. I just felt compelled to share it. Um, But we're going to jump into Daniel 4. Um, because Daniel was a person that did all those things. He was constantly looking and to see what Yahweh was saying, what God was saying, and he wanted to replicate that in the kingdom in which he lived. And so we find Daniel yet again having to um, tell Nebuchadnezzar what his dream meant. He's having a, Nebuchadnezzar starts this chapter praising God, ends the chapter praising God, but in the middle it gets a little messy. And I think a lot of our lives are like that. We start off great, we even end great, but the middle's a little messy. And uh, it's in the middle where we got to make sure that we remember to look inward, to look back, to look up, and to seek God in all of it. And so we find Daniel, and he he's literally telling Nebuchadnezzar what his dream is. Nebuchadnezzar's like, how great is God? He's got miracles. His kingdom will endure forever. And then he goes on to say, I had this horrible dream. And Daniel, will you interpret it? Daniel totally interprets it. And in his interpreting it, he says, bro, this is a sentence from from God, from the Most High God. If you don't listen, uh, you're going to find yourself in a really bad situation. And what's so great about, as Daniel begins to tell him what his dream means, he says, um, In 27, this is where I'm going to start. It says, O king, please accept my advice to you. Make a clean break with your sins. Invest in what is right. Bring an end to your wicked deeds and show mercy to those you have beaten down. And if you do, perhaps your future will be different and your prosperity will continue. See here, his Daniel has just told him, yo, your dream says that you're going to fall into some situations. And the only way that you're going to save yourself from these situations is by doing these three things. And then in 28 says, but King Nebuchadnezzar forgot Daniel's advice. So everything Daniel predicted happened. And 12 months later, as a king was strolling across the roof of his royal palace, he uttered some foolish words. And he said, isn't Babylon a great city? I built this royal residence from the ground up in my own might and ingenuity and honor my own, to honor my own majesty. And just as he said that, <laughs> the, a voice said, King Nebuchadnezzar, these solemn words are for you. The kingdom has been taken from you and you'll be driven away from all of this. And you will live in company of animals. You will be forced to eat grass like oxen. Seven times you will pass until you learn your lesson and acknowledge that is the most high God and no other, who is the true sovereign over all kingdoms on the earth, and he grants authority to anyone he wishes. Guys, we find through the whole story of Daniel that God, for some reason, has given favor to Nebuchadnezzar. I don't know why. Pretty much the reason he's given favor to Nebuchadnezzar is because he's using Nebuchadnezzar to teach his people something, to teach his people that at the end of the day, God is the God who is the most high God. God is the God that never forgot them. God is the God that will always be there for them. And God is the God who's going to rescue them. And so God uses broken situations, broken people like Nebuchadnezzar to teach us that. Everything we walk through, every broken situation pushes us back to God. Don't miss that. And so we find Daniel saying, bro, don't forget this. And these are the things that I don't want you to forget. All right. The first thing I'm going to ask you today to remember is to make a clean break with your sins. Make a clean break. I find that in difficult seasons, uh, what happens, what tends to happen is whether we get frustrated or we find ourselves depressed or things are just all over the place, what happens is I find that, at least for me, honest moment, I turn back to things that maybe I've let go of already. Um, I find that in brokenness, in, um, in difficulty, I sometimes forget the things that I've maybe let go of and I'll pick them back up, whether it's 
overeating, uh, whether it's stress, whether it's uh, binge watching TV, um, things that I ingest that maybe not might not be uh, righteous or that actually push the kingdom forward. I think that it takes, a, like I said, you have to look inward and, and it takes maturity to be able to say these things. But the truth is you have to make a clean break. And so we find Daniel living in a, in a time where Yahweh always told the Israelites that they had to like go into a land and like clear it out. Make sure you, it's like he was always telling them to make a clean break. Like there was no like you can leave one God and then the other ones are okay and no, that's fine. Like God always wanted to make sure that everything was a clean break because God's a covenant God and he doesn't want you serving anybody else besides him. And so here we find Daniel knowing that, knowing that that's the type of God that he serves. That's the type of God that gave Nebuchadnezzar this dream. That's the type of God that has given him this warning and he's telling him, bro, you need to make a clean break. I don't know what the things are in your life. I don't know what the things are in your life that you haven't made a clean break, but you need to. It might be a relationship. It might be a job. It might be a situation. It might be um, people. It might be, um, I don't know, drinking. I don't know what it is. Uh, I don't know what, I don't know what it is. And I'm not going to try to put a label on it. But I will tell you this. There is. God is a God that wants all of your heart, all of your love, all of your mind, all of your focus. Because that's what covenant looks like. I can't imagine being married to my husband and having another love more than him. He's, I love him. He's my favorite person in the entire world. All I want to do is be with him. And every time I'm reminded of how much I love him, I'm reminded of how much God loves me how much God wants to be near me. My husband, his love language is very much like, um, he's very touchy-feely. He wants to be sitting next to me. He wants to hold hands. I'm not very touchy-feely, I don't think. He's always, he, I mean, we've been together since we were 14 years old or 15-ish, and um, we still hold hands everywhere. doesn't matter. He just wants to hold my hand. He always wants to be near me, and it's my constant reminder that God wants to be near me, that God gave me this love to be a constant reminder of his love. And because I am continually experiencing this type of love. It makes me want to make a clean break from anything that would detour me from this type of love. And I don't know what that is for you, but you need to make a clean break. So, Chadi, what are you talking about? I'm talking about in situations where things are rough, the things you need to remember to do are to make a clean break. Because things are going to get crazy and things are going to get wonky. And in wilderness seasons, when you're covered in the muck and the mire and the brokenness of people and you just kind of want to give up, you're going to forget the things that you've made a clean break for. And you're going to go back to them because they're easy, because they're comfortable. Because, um, yeah, easy and comfortable. That'll do it. But easy and comfortable don't grow you at all. If anything, they weigh you down. So the second thing that he tells him, he says, dude, that he forgot. This is the other thing that he forgot. He forgot that he needed to invest in what was right. What are you investing in? Like, I look at my life and I look at the things that I invest in and what I want to invest in. And I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about time. What do you invest your time into? This dude went on to say that he built his royal residence from the ground up and it shows his might and his ingenuity and it honored. Everything he was investing in was to put honor on himself. Like, what are you investing in that puts, that puts honor on God? So, to me, 
This is just my take, okay? Again, this is just my revelation. My prayer is that you read these and gain your own revelation of what God is giving you. But at the end of the day, what I invest in, I want it to honor God. So whether it's how I love people or my time, everything I put my time into, this, this whole thing, this video thing that is awkward turtle for me, um, this podcast that I, every, every time I'm done with a season, I say to myself, I'm done. I'm done. That's it. I don't have anything else. And then God will be like, nope, we're going to do another season. Like, this is what I'm investing my time into. You guys, people. Because at the end of my life, my legacy is people. My legacy is not things. And Nebuchadnezzar thought his legacy was things. But at the end of your life, if all you've ever invested in was things, you'll just have accolades to give to people instead of actual people. I think about this a lot, legacy, because I, I don't have kids and we haven't been able to have kids. And um, and I always, I always want to make sure that everything I invest my life into, my time into, my words into, that it's people because my legacy is people, regardless of whether I've been able to um, produce something in the flesh. I know that what I'm producing right now is in the spirit. And so whether you are listening on iTunes or whether you're watching on YouTube or wherever you find yourself today, know that I have chosen to invest in you. So I'm asking you to remember to invest in other people. Tell them you love them. Go up to your boss and high five them. Tell somebody in your house, give them a prophetic word. Like, encourage somebody. Be love and Jesus in your world. Invest in your world. Invest in people. Nebuchadnezzar only cared about investing in things, which is so funny to me because at the beginning of this, he was like, man, God is the most high God. And at the end, he's going to say the same thing. He's going to come around again. But I find that in the middle, in the middle of our lives, whether we're embrace, you know, I've been talking a lot about difficult season, seasons and we're talking about exile seasons, but like this dude was thriving. He was thriving. He literally says, um, I was home in my palace, things were going well and I was prospering. And then one night I had a dream that terrified me. Guys, you never know when the things that will terrify us will encounter us. It could be in the most successful seasons of our life. But if you don't look at your life as a every day is a, is a success regardless of the circumstance, you'll find yourself like Nebuchadnezzar forgetting God in the midst of it. So you can have a tough season even in the biggest of your success. Why do you think we have so many people that are struggling, so many people that you think they're at the p- pinnacle of their success and then they give up? It's because success in the kingdom is not... Um, things, success in the kingdom is um, thriving when it's good, when it's bad, when it's ugly, when it's great, all of it. It's being able to thrive. It's being able to invest in the right things and investing in people and having that clean break and being completely in covenant with a God. It's That's what success looks like. And so you can't forget those things. Those things have to be at the forefront of you. That's why I'm saying if you are, if you look back, You'll find yourself, if you continually look back and allow back to grow you, you'll be reminded consistently of the things you need to make a break with. Okay? So that's why I look back, because they remind me that I don't want to pick that up again. That's why, guys, I look 
inward because when I look inward, I'm constantly reminded that I want to invest in people. I can't, that reminds me that, okay, if I look in, then I know I'm going to be focused on my mental health. I'm going to be focused on my health health. I'm going to be focused on my family. I'm going to be focused on the things that matter. And then what happens is I begin to invest in the right things. What are you investing in? Seriously, write it down. Take time today to ask God, Lord, what I'm investing in doesn't matter in the kingdom. And if it doesn't matter, show me how I can make it matter. Or Lord, let me make a clean break. The other thing that he went on to say, he said, bring an end to your wicked deeds and show mercy on those you have beaten down. How we treat people really matters to God. I really struggle with this because I'm really intenso. I don't know if you've noticed it yet. Um, and so I come across as very intenso. And so sometimes my heart is missed in the, my tone. Or um, I forget sometimes that people didn't grow up in a Spanish household. So they don't, you know what I mean? Like I have, I've had to learn cultural things that for me are very intense. And then in other cultures, they're not. And so sometimes I find myself that like I have to I have to go back and be careful how I treat people. I have, I find that in, in meetings or in moments where I'm struggling and I'm starting to get frustrated, if I smile, like it's real, it's real hard to be pissed off at somebody if you're smiling. You might end up looking a little crazy, but it'll work. Trust me. If you find yourself in a situation where you're struggling and there's somebody in front of you, you want to open palm slap, just smile. Just smile and remember that they belong to God. I love this. Have mercy on those Like, dude, you don't know what people are walking through. I think it's so funny that these are the things that Daniel told Nebuchadnezzar. They have to do with people. They have to do with heart issues. They have to do with like how you treat people and what you're in. Like, I just, I I think it's so funny as I navigated this chapter and I started reading through, I was like, really God, out of everything, that's what you told him? And I felt like the Lord was like, at the end of the day, if you don't, cut away from the things that are unrighteous, you won't be able to do any of the other stuff. You won't be able to invest in the right things. You won't be able to have mercy on people and you'll treat people like garbage. So like, you want to thrive? You want to thrive? You want to like be able to really thrive? Because that's what I want. I don't want to survive. How many of us have actually said in the last quarantine season, dude, I'm just surviving. I've said it. I don't want to survive. I want to thrive. I want I want to have joy when I wake up in the morning. I want to like not be easily frustrated. I want to I want things that I encounter to instead me bring kingdom solutions to it. But I can't do that if I don't ever look back and remember that I need to be have a clean break from certain things. I won't ever do them if I don't look inward and realize that I need to be investing in the right things. I'll never ever do that if I don't oh the last one looking up Like, you want to have compassion and mercy on people? Look up. Focus on God. What is he saying and what has he said? Focus on God and what he's saying and what he has said. Chadi, I don't know what he's saying. Go back to what he said. Go back to his word. Read his word over yourself. Nebuchadnezzar really thought that he had done something awesome. So much so that the voice of God was like, oh, stupid friend. That was not a good decision. I think our words matter to God. What we say, how we speak Um, I think that's why doing this podcast scares me so much, if I can be real honest. Because it's like, all this stuff is recorded. Like, all this stuff that I've said. Like, it scares me. It scares me that what I'm saying 
You know, I'm not, I'm not a theologian, dude. I'm not like one of these people that's like Bible teacher, thought provoking. I'm not. I'm just a kid who loves Jesus. I'm not even a kid. I'm a grown up who loves Jesus, who just wants people to experience the presence of God and like, that's it. That's it. It's all I got. Like, I just want you to experience the presence of God. I just want you to know Jesus the way that I know Jesus. Because if you knew him, if you knew him, you'd be like Daniel thriving in all these seasons. Be, you know what it is? This dude is the one who's always called every time Nebuchadnezzar has a problem. Like, I want to be the person that's called when the person in leadership, when the person who is over me has a problem. I want them to be able to look at me and go, Chadi's going to bring the solution and she's going to bring it with a level of peace and understanding and compassion and righteousness. Like, I want to be this person. Am I this person? Not so much, but I want to be so bad. So that's why I'm always in the word. That's why I'm always highlighting and writing and... It's why I do this podcast, man, because I just want to be better. I just want to be better. Chadi, shouldn't you be better already before you do this? No, because God doesn't need you to be perfect. God just needs you to be obedient. He didn't say, hey, bro, you know the things you already made a clean break for? Rebreak them. No, he said, make a clean break with your sins and invest in what is right. Like he was like, this is an ongoing issue for you. Let's recheck it. God is continuing to show us things so that he can check us. Guys, you're going to be in a broken situation. You're going to be broken from here to eternity. I wrote down somewhere that don't be scared of being broken. Just don't stay broken. Like it's okay to be broken. Every one of us are going to be broken in one way. We're all, wholeness is not a end game. It's a road that you continually walk on. Nebuchadnezzar, dude, he is literally, how great are his signs? How powerful are his miracles? And then all of a sudden he forgets. You're going to forget. You're going to forget. And you know when you're going to forget? When everything's going great. That's why I love this, this part of the chapter because things were going real good for Daniel and they were going real good for Nebuchadnezzar when this happened. So I would say if you're walking in a season, in a wilderness season, and you're like, this doesn't look like a wilderness. This is actually really nice. This looks a little Tahitian. I feel like there's a beach here. Like be, be, be cautious. You should be in a state of understanding that every single day, every single season, there is potential of wilderness situations, of exile situations where you might forget. So I need you to remember to make a clean break. I need you to remember to invest in the right things. I need you to remember to treat people kindly. And if you do, perhaps your future will be different and your prosperity will continue. So then... We find Nebuchadnezzar, seven years have passed. And when the days of exile came to an end, I, Nebuchadnezzar, looked up toward heaven. He looked up. I see what you did there, God. He looked up. He looked up to heaven and he came to his senses. If you're in a situation where you have forgotten, dude, look up. It says, I came to my senses. I blessed the Most High God and praised and gave glory to the one who lives eternally. There are moments where I forget. I forget because everything's going great. And the truth is, it's in those moments that are the scariest. Because things aren't going great just so that they'll be great. 
They're great so that we can be an encouragement to other people, so that we can invest in the right things. It's for seasons to have a little perspective. I think in the last episode, I talked about how there's mountains and then there's hills and then there's ravines. Like God gives you these successful moments, these Nebuchadnezzar moments where everything's going awesome for perspective, but he lost his perspective so much so that God kind of shook him and was like, bro, hey, don't. this is not about you. You're not here for you. And he did, he forgot. And thankfully, God had Daniel in place to be able to remind him, there's still some things that you have in your life that you need to make a clean break. There will always be things in my life I have to make a clean break from. Whether I pick them back up or whether I didn't know they were there, God is constantly revealing things in me and he's constantly revealing things in you. You just gotta be aware. You just gotta be constantly looking and looking and searching and seeking. And it's in that seeking, it's in that internal looking, it's in it's in the looking up that you come to your senses and you come to realize what God really wants for your life and what he wants for your life is for His he, him to be glorified and you to live living from a place of covenant, living from a place of understanding that um, you're his. I was reading Amos this morning. I've been studying the prophets and um, I'm gonna actually go to it if you don't care. I'm in Amos. So Amos 3. I was in Amos 3 this morning and I was reading about God and he was and and here's the prophet and he's he's telling the Israelites like, "Hey guys, I love you." And he literally starts with, "I brought you from Egypt. All of the peoples on earth, I knew and I chose you for a relationship with me." Like I brought you out of Egypt. And I was like, "Oh my god, it's like remembering like even then he was just like, hey, don't forget. Guys, Daniel was telling Nebuchadnezzar, don't forget. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what you're walking through, but don't forget. Don't forget where he's brought you from. Don't forget what he's done with you. Don't forget. Don't forget. It's an art remembering. It takes maturity to remember. But if you remember, God will be able to use you and you'll, the people that are attached to you, what you invest in, guys, it'll, it'll change your world. Look at Daniel. It, it, cha- it literally changed the nation. How he spoke to Nebuchadnezzar. What Nebuchadnezzar? Like, I want to live. I want to live my life in such a way that it impacts leadership. That it impacts people high above me. That, and it's possible. It's possible because it says that it is. So. Yeah, I don't know where you find yourself today, guys, but don't forget, if you want to thrive in good seasons, bad seasons, ugly seasons, mucky seasons, don't forget. Remember at the end of the day to look back, to look in, to look up, because it's in the looking up that you come to your senses. I love you, weirdos. <laughs>